Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So, let's talk about the, uh, the cases in, uh, in court. In one case, uh, we talked about this yesterday, but really interested to hear what my guest has to say. Kyle Rittenhouse in Wisconsin was uh, found not guilty on all charges in his criminal murder trial. And in Georgia, three white men, Gregory and Travis McMichael and William Roddy Bryan Jr., are charged with murder in the shooting death of Ahmad Arbery, a black man who was out for a jog when he was shot and killed. Jane Kirtley is a professor, the Silha Professor of Media, Ethics, and the Law. She's the director of the Silha Center for the Study of Media, Ethics, and the Law at the University of Minnesota. She joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network as we start to head toward the top of the hour and uh, the news conference with the ministers on the crisis in British Columbia. Jane, thank you very much. What are your thoughts initially? Or what are your immediate thoughts about the, the verdict, the not guilty verdicts in the Rittenhouse uh, trial? Well, I think that what the Rittenhouse trial um, is, well, the reason I would say it was significant is because it brought home the fact that in Wisconsin, as in many of our states, although not all of them, that if a criminal defendant um, says that they were in genuine fear of their lives and that that was the reason that they shot someone, um, that it is up to the state to be able to disprove that. In other words, that assertion is taken as truth. So I think what we had happen here was that the prosecution um, simply was not able to meet its heavy burden of proof. Um, I think it was also significant, you probably talked about this yesterday, that um, the judge had directed that one of the six charges that was originally brought against Mr. Rittenhouse should be dropped, and that was the one dealing with um, unlawfully uh, carrying the weapon. So, I mean, we're left with a situation where, I mean, to put it in its simplest terms, the prosecution did not meet its burden of proof. And uh, do you expect anything in the way of uh, of an appeal? Do you expect this to go further, or is it, or is it over? It's over as far as the criminal proceeding is concerned, um, as far as the state charges are concerned. I've heard it suggested that there might be some federal charges brought, but that has not happened as yet. And, of course, there's always the option for um, either the one the people that were injured or shot at or the uh, surviving family members of the gentleman who was killed that they could bring a wrongful death action against him in civil court which is, has a much lower burden of proof. And as we learned years ago in the O.J. Simpson case, you can sometimes prevail in a criminal trial but then lose at the civil level. Mm-hmm. Lasting uh, effects of this particular case are? Well, I think the biggest one, we had, a, we had a small demonstration here in Minneapolis last night, and I noticed that one of the uh, speakers was encouraging other people to go out and get open carry permits. Um, I think that this is bringing home the whole question of whether people ought to be carrying around uh, weapons openly, certainly whether they ought to be bringing them to demonstrations. Of course, Mr. Rittenhouse says that he was there um, to render aid and to help protect property, but it isn't hard to imagine that this can escalate into a situation where people will be carrying weapons even if there has been no civil unrest. So exactly what that means for the future, I don't quite know, but I think we are into a, for a, a major uh, seismic shift here in, in this issue. If, if people in Minneapolis are encouraging um, their their followers to go out and get concealed uh, carry uh, and open carry permits. And as far as the trial in Georgia is concerned, in the murder or the death of Ahmad Arbery, uh, the three individuals are charged with murder, how do you assess that? 
Well, I think it it, it, it bears one uh, relationship, I think, to the Rittenhouse trial, which is it, it, it really is about vigilantism. Um, is this something that, uh, you know, we in this country and obviously in the individual states think is a good thing, a justifiable thing? You know, after the riots we had here in Minneapolis, there was a lot of talk about the, the idea that the police weren't doing their jobs to protect people and property. That was the same thing that was asserted in Kenosha last year. Um, and I think, uh, again, I'm not comfortable with the idea of people, you know, who sort of self-appointing themselves as, as auxiliary police and going out um, with their weapons in hand. And I think that's going to be an important question coming out of the uh, Ahmad Arbery trial. Are either of these cases, and it hasn't happened uh, with the Rittenhouse case, at least not yet, but do these two trials in such close proximity to each other, and given the, uh, the amount of emotion that uh, has been expressed about them, do they have the potential to turn into a major flashpoint in the United States? It's hard to say. I mean, one of the things that, as you know, separates the Rittenhouse case from um, the one involving uh, the gentleman that, that uh, allegedly shot Mr. Arbery is that uh, the one in, in Wisconsin did not have a racial component to it, even though, uh, and the one in, in Georgia did. And that is significant here in the United States, whether that's, I, I mean, I, I deplore that situation, but that's the reality, because there are lots of questions about unequal justice based on one's race, and I think uh, it's conceivable, and again, we just don't know, that. but if, if these guys in Georgia are acquitted, um, there, there could be a reaction on top of the Rittenhouse thing. But as I said, so far, it appears that the response to the Rittenhouse verdict has, has been entirely peaceful. Okay. Can I just get a 10-second answer from you on this? Uh, what's your sense of how media have covered these two cases in the U.S.? Well, I'm sure you know that there were a few uh, hiccups down in the in the Wisconsin case. MSNBC uh, was following the jury's bus and, and got thrown out of the trial. But I think for the most part, the media coverage has been uh, sober and thorough. And, of course, having cameras in the courts in both instances have helped because people have been able to see for themselves what's transpired there. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.